Addiction and Recovery Podcast, Series 2, Episode 4, Step 3. Step 3. We made a decision to hand our will and our life over to the care of God as we understood Him. It's the third of the giving up steps. We're giving up our will and our life over to the care of God as we understood Him. It's a faith step, a big faith step. It's a step of freedom. We're going to be free from having to control our lives just to survive. It's a step to go God's way, the one that He has planned for us. It's a step for new God possibilities. And as somebody said to me once on the third step, he said, surrender as much of yourself as you can to as much of a Christ that you understand. And that for me is step three. Hi, I'm Chris, I'm an addict. And I thought I'd start this time with a recording that I made for the recovery course in the UK which was a minute of explaining what is step three to me. And that is what I have done. So there it is, step three. We made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understand him. And as I said in that recording, this is the last of the giving up steps. We are giving up our control and our will and our lives over to the care of God as we have come to believe in. Okay, so I just want to step back a little bit uh, to step two for a moment. Uh, We came to believe in a power greater than ourselves to restore us to sanity. How did that go for you? How did you cope with that? Was it an easy thing or was it uh, something that was was hard or fear, were you fearful of it? I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's one thing. Uh, were you skeptical? Uh, were you worried what other people would think? Or was it just you knew that this was something you needed? And have you begun to accept a higher power of your understanding that is bigger than you? And, and, and now are you ready to hand your will and your life over to a higher power, your higher power, Or are you still sort of testing this new realm of thinking, maybe, uh, and and working it out? It can be a scary thing. It can be a very scary thing to hand everything over that you have controlled in your life to live a life as you have understood it in the past. And then hand it over to a power that your human logic tells you is insane and impossible. Well, the question I had for myself during this time was, was my human life under my control at this place that I could call sane? The answer became a quick no. I had lost any control to live my life without being controlled by the insanity of my disease. The addiction had become my higher power. I had lost control of my life I had lost control to live my life. I was being controlled by a disease that was bigger than me. So to begin to move from this place that I found myself, where this thing 
was controlling me to feed itself with the intention of damaging me, ruining me, killing me. Surrender sounded like a pretty reasonable way out, a reasonable option. So I had to start putting this into action rather than just thinking hard about it all the time, um, that it was this airy-fairy thing that does or does not exist, that might or might not work, that I couldn't see, feel or touch. I just had to begin to get to a place where I had to surrender and believe that there was a power greater than myself that could restore me to sanity, that I could hand my will and my life over to. And that was a journey in itself. To believe in a power greater than myself, I had to have a lot of hope and a lot of trust. The hope part was easy because I was in a place of complete hopelessness. And I hoped for hope and believed that this might be a way out of my mess. Trust, on the other hand, was harder. I had lost trust in everything, not only in my using days, but also in my life before addiction, before active addiction. I had my trust abused as a child. I wasn't being told the whole truth. I felt I was being led, let down and nobody understood me and they just, I don't know, they just abused my trust. So I needed to trust again, but I had lost the ability to trust in trust. I had to hand my will and my life over to the care of God as I understood him. This was a massive ask for me. At least I thought so. How at that point of time, when I was in rehab, beginning to feel that I just needed to get over the physical demands of this disease, and start looking at the mental part. I didn't relate to a mental part of this disease. And so I was sort of with people in that re rehab that um, I had to trust and believe in. People who were trying to help me, at least I, I presume they were trying to help me, and telling me this was a way out that will set me free. I was so suspicious, I was so suspicious. But I went along with it because really at that point in time in the rehab, I didn't have a choice to do anything else but get on with the program or leave. And I chose to stay because, I don't know, it was just, it sort of made sense but wasn't quite there for me then. I began to believe from step two that uh, well, maybe, maybe I can believe in this something. And, and while I was in the rehab, I thought, well, I better comply so I can get through this rehab and get out. I'll do the faking it till I make it. And so I started. I started to begin to take the journey of beginning to learn how to hand things over that were out of my control and handed over to my higher power and they kept on saying let go let God 
beyond my understanding at that point in time, but I went along with it and I thought, okay, let's, let's give it a shot. Hard as it was, as I had always needed to be in control of anything and all outcomes in my life in the past, I just feared the element of what had happened to me was gonna reoccur. I mean, during my childhood, I had learned that I needed to do it my way because adults just seemed to have their own agenda. Some of it done genuinely in love, but it was controlling. My mother was a very controlling person and her agenda was actually love, but it had to be done her way. And she was also protecting me. But then there were the people who just used me and just abused my trust. In my active addiction years, I had to control my environment to survive my addictions. Uh, I needed to be sure there were means and ways to feed this hole in my soul that this addiction was craving me to fill. This was not something I could have just handed over and believed I would survive my addiction needs. It was at this point I had nothing to lose and began to believe that this something, this higher power beyond my understanding may well be real. So I began to go along with it. But what started to happen was when I did have the courage to let go of stuff that I could clearly not control, and things seemed to come together the ways that I didn't even expect, that was really cool. Was it a coincidence or was it real? But then some of it didn't go the way I wanted it to go and that made me doubt. Uh, but however, when I look back and I see why certain things didn't go my way, that had they gone my way, they would have been a complete disaster. And that's when, after a while, I began to understand. Today, I have come to understand who and what my higher power is. It is a loving, higher power that only wants the best for me and to live the life he wants me to live. Today, my life is at a place I could not have got to without my higher power. As I look back to the days when a higher power was non-existent in my life, my life was a complete mess and totally out of control, and yes, insane. Today, I have come to see, I have come to understand what a power greater than myself is. I have come to understand trust as a, at a whole new level. I have come to understand that I am loved unconditionally. I have come to understand why I have handed my life and my will over to the care of God as I understand him. And that, in my case, as, I, as you know, is Jesus Christ. All of this could never have come into place had I not believed in a power greater than myself and handed my will and my life over to that higher power and let him take me to where I am today. And you know what? This is unconditional love that has never stopped. As soon as the addiction control 
had surrendered. When I let God, the pain left and I was set free. This love that I found by handing my will and my life over to my higher power is everything I looked for to fill the hole in my soul. This is my personal journey and experience and understanding of my higher power, Jesus Christ. That I have handed my will and my life over to him was completely life-changing, not just from my disease, but to a life I have now. If I can do it, you can. And so to surrender to a power greater than myself that I could not understand. But by his grace, I came to have the most phenomenal relationship with a power greater than myself, Jesus Christ. In this episode, my guest is Nadine. Nadine had been caught in the grip of addiction. The journey to feed her addiction was food. Her story is about her addiction and how it destroyed her life until she hit rock bottom. Today, her life is free from active addiction. And now she's living a life guided by her higher power of her understanding. My name is Nadine and I'm an addict. Um, I'm grateful to Chris for asking me to come and share with you um, step three and how it affected my life. I met Chris and um, got chatting to him and he told me that he was beginning to run a course, uh, an addiction course, and um, told me about he, a bit about his life and his story. And I thought about it, and then I, I met with him again, I think a day or so later, and um, I asked him whether he thought it would help me because I have a problem with food. And... Um, he said to me, well, we're having an introductory evening and would I like to come along and to the introductory evening and see what it's all about and take it from there? Which I did and the night I arrived at Grace Point Church, I went in and I was amazed at the amount of people that were there. And... Um, I sat there and I just, I just knew I was at the right place. Um, there was Chris and um, some others who introduced themselves and basically told us what the course was about and um, that it was not just for alcoholics, it was for anyone who has an addiction. And I listened to that and... Um, they told us when the course would begin, and I thought, yep, this is for me. I'm going to um, join, and I've got nothing to lose, nothing to lose. Um, I went, and I, 
then we would break up and go into groups. And um, I found there that strange. I thought I was the only one with a problem like this, only to find that there were many people, many people. And, you know, you always think uh, the person's got an alcoholic, or an alcohol problem, or that one's got a gambling problem, and that one's got drugs, and but I, I was surprised. I mean, there were sex addicts there, there was overeaters, which I'm one of them. My um, drug of choice uh, is eating. Um, I used to smoke as well, but gave that up. Um, successfully, thank goodness, about 13 years ago. But food was always my go-to. It was my go-to for comfort. Um, And you will, along the course, if you haven't done the 12 steps yet, you will find that you actually have to dig deep down inside. Because all these things begin... Or it's something that's happened in our lives that we push to the back of our minds in the hopes that um, it'll just go away. Well, actually, until you deal with it, it actually doesn't go away and gives way to, um, to addiction because that's where we go to for our comfort, for our safety. And um, sad, very sad, but, um, and you will find too that you will be very grateful that you do this course. And each week we would go and then we would have some homework to do and um, that work nobody else saw. It was, it was your private little write down whatever was going on. And um, I, through those 12 steps, had to open up to things on this paper that I would never have shared with anybody else. And amazingly, that brought a lot of release. Um, Because this is, I think, what happens to us. Something happens and we... We put it away, and then in order to deal with what's going on, we look for something to make us feel better. But sadly, that something is actually there to destroy us more and more. Um, Step three, that is what I'm going to talk on um, tonight. And um, step three is to make a decision to turn our will and lives over to the care of God as we know him, or your higher power. In my case, it is Jesus. And so you begin your journey. And the, the beauty of it is that... You know, we we always think we've got a friend in a in a human or in somebody, but people people um, 
they're there for you, but I, I don't know, it's almost like you're judged and um, it's very difficult. It's very difficult to trust anybody, to trust anybody with what is going on inside of you. And I decided that, well, I've got nothing to lose. Let me um, turn my will and my life over to Jesus. And uh, so my journey began. And when you think about it, there is actually a hole inside of you. And there's only one thing that can really fill it. And that is your higher power, Jesus, that comes to dwell within you and to help you, to help you on your journey. Because he knows everything. And he's such a gentleman. He never forces himself upon you, but he sits and he waits. And uh, there's a scripture that says, I sit at the door and I, I sit and wait and you knock on the door and open and I will enter and I will come and sup with you. I will be with you. So he he waits. He, he he waits for that invitation from us just to open up and, and to go and to, to bear our hearts and our souls to him. And that is where your healing actually begins, unbeknown to you. But over time you will see it. And maybe to some of you, you think a food addiction, um, but yeah, there is such a thing as a food addiction and um, you eat, you eat to, to, to try and ease whatever's going on in your, your head, in your mind, in your body and just everything about you. And yes, we, we hide away. I used to wait for my, my partner to go to bed or to go to the shower and I would attack the sweet cupboard and gorge myself and who was I fooling I was only fooling myself um, I would um, eat and eat and eat um, not just sweets believe you me I, I loved food I really loved my food and I would just gorge myself and then the wage would come and I would look at myself and I I would be absolutely revolted at the way I looked. So it, it's terrible. And um, I don't have to go out and look for, for a dealer or somebody to drop off something for me because you always have food in your house. It may not necessarily be sweets or something, but you'll find something, something to fill that, that, that absolute need to, to, to find that comfort. So, yeah, it, it, it's pretty there for you all the time. And as I say, we just, just dislike ourselves more and more, and so it becomes a vicious circle where we eat to try and feel good, and then we, we feel terrible about ourselves, and it's just 
it's just a black hole. It's a black hole. And you know, Satan does that. He lures you. He lures you and then he, when you're in the black hole and then he just leaves you. Jesus isn't like that. You can trust him. You can talk to him about whatever. You can tell him your deepest, darkest secrets and they're safe with him. And as you do that, so your healing begins and you feel his love and you feel his kindness and you feel his understanding. And he actually does. He becomes real to you. And he leads you. And if you are obedient, you will feel him steering you in the right direction. And it's beautiful. It really is beautiful. I can assure you that I don't know what I would do if I did not have Jesus in my life. And not just for my addiction, but for everything. Because he is my comfort. He is my hope. When all else fails, I just always say, I know Jesus is there. He knows. He knows me. He knows me better than anybody knows me. And so... With that, I can go to him, my daddy, he's my daddy, and just say, I'm really, I'm having a hard time. I, I've got this this massive thing happening in my life, and I, I don't know how I'm going to deal with it. But the Lord says, bring it to me. Lay, lay your problems at the foot of the cross. But when we do that, we've got to understand that if we've, decided to hand over um, to, to the Lord, to our higher power, when we've made that decision to let him lead us, when we've done that, when we've placed what we fear, what, we, what's, what causes us to be unhappy, when we place it there with him, we must leave it there. And we, we wait on him to lead us. And in that way, that's our hope. I, this year, I have been going through a terrible time. But I know God is my hope. And so, yes, there are times that I, I, I fall and I start eating and but I know, I know it's, that's not the answer. The answer is Jesus or your higher power. And that is what's, what, what has helped me to control my addiction and to live a fuller life, a life where there's hope, where there's love, where there's comfort, where there's guidance, all these things are there for you, for the taking. You only have to open up. You only have to give yourself to, to your higher power and cling to that higher power and sit and talk to your higher power. 
because he hears, he knows. In fact, he knows things even before you have even said anything. But he waits, he waits for you to come. And everything in life is a choice. We have a choice to, 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 to use or not to use. And we all know that, it, that when we do use, it destroys us. Little by little, it destroys us. So I just want to share with you and encourage you that whatever your drug of choice is, that isn't the answer. It is a, a temporary fix. You feel good for a while. But the damage that that choice makes is really not worth it. I want to encourage you that you have a friend in your higher power, in Jesus. You can go to him. You can go to him at any time. You don't have to wait for somebody to drop something off for you. You can go to him at any time. I, during my day at work, I talk to the Lord. And um, I tell him my fears and I tell him my problems. And this year especially, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. And all I say is, whatever happens, I know I will not be left alone. That Jesus will supply my needs because I trust him. Because I've chosen to, I've made that decision to turn my will and my life over to him. Because I know that I was powerless in trying to do everything on my own. And I have a greater peace now. And I know that, that I have found the answer. And like I say, all of us, it's a journey it's a day, one day at a time. It's one day at a time. And what I find beautiful in belonging to a group like this or when I did the 12 steps is that we all have something in common. And it's so good, so good to have friends to share with, people that understand, that can relate to where you are and can encourage you but genuinely encourage you, not because they want something out of it, but because we're there for each other. And it's wonderful, and I, I just find it amazing, and I thank Chris all the time for what he's doing during this lockdown, <clears throat> because it hasn't been easy for us either. That is another challenge that we're dealing with. And... Just the mere fact that Chris has opened the door so that we have got that contact, that place where we can share, that place that we can encourage with each other. And I ask each one of you to seriously, take it seriously and, and do these steps. And you too will find that you can overcome. And it is a daily walk, but you know that you've got your higher power, your Jesus to go to and to share with and to find comfort. 
And as I said to you, that is where my faith lies. That is where all my hope lies. That no matter what happens, I know that he is there for me. I want to encourage each one of you. And I hope that whatever I've spoken tonight may touch one, even if it touches one of you, that it has done something to help you and to help you to lead a happy and a successful life without turning to something that only really destroys us or gives us temporary relief. I pray and thank God for this time, this time to be with friends and to share. And I wish you all well on your journey. And I look forward to many, many stories of how wonderful recovery really is. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nadine. And thank you for telling us all about your journey with Step 3. It's your personal relationship with your higher power that just makes me realize that he loves us, each of us, individually. But with the same outcome, which is an unconditional love and the desire to give you a life that he desires for you. Well, that's it for this episode, Step 3. And I hope that this will help you believe and trust in a power greater than yourself that you can hand your will and your life over to him and he can look after you. He can care for you. So until next time, God bless, stay safe, and remember, keep it clean.